Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hello everyone and thanks for joining us on Between the Covers. I'm Kelly Wilson. Today I have the great pleasure of speaking with brand new author Natalie Kyle um, and we're going to be chatting all about her brand new biography which is titled Just Nat, the story of Natalie Lowndes. She's decided to confuse everybody by being called Nat and writing about Nat. <laughs> so Nat, how are you today? <laughs> I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, really well. And look, we really appreciate your time here today. Um, I've got lots of intriguing questions for you. But before we start, can you tell us about Just Nat? Okay, I can. Um, So I turned 40 and I realised that um, I needed to create a bucket list. Yeah, because I'm accident prone, skydiving and bungee jump, jumping weren't really, weren't <laughs> on, really on my radar. I thought, yeah, I know that'll end my life really quickly. Um, <laughs> Can't afford that, yeah. No, and I did, wanna, <laughs> I did want to make it to 50. Um, yeah, 100%. So I, um, I, my, I bought a pair of Birkenstocks and went, nice. right, that's one, because I was resisting. Um, I am too. I hear you on that. Is it worth it? Yes, it is. is. (laughs) You heard it here first, listeners. (laughs) And the greatest thing is that children won't sell your shoes. Like they will not sell your Birkenstocks. If you've got teenagers, they go, oh, you'll always find your Birkenstocks. A pair of thongs will go missing up here. (laughs) They do, yes. (laughs) Birkenstocks, they're always there. I go, oh, this is good. So it has. That's your words of wisdom. I like. (laughs) <laughs> so the next thing was, you know, I thought, well, what am I going to do here? So I thought I always wanted to write a book. So I'm one of those people that, you know, you think I've got a book in me, I need to get it out. And I had lots of books, but I thought you've got to get published first. Yeah. Um, and I took some time off work and started catching up with friends that I hadn't seen for quite a long time. Mm. And um, one of those friends was Natalie Lowndes. So we hadn't okay. seen, we hadn't seen each other in about I'm going to say 15 years. Oh Just wow! The occasional text message. To, yeah, she was actually um, closer to my mother because she worked for my mother. Okay. Yeah. It, it and I did disclose that in the book. Um, and you know I kept in touch with her and I went to see her and I was mindful that. In the 15 years that I hadn't seen her in that absence, I had made up my narrative of her life based on wow. based on the media. I went, oh, of course, yes, this is what I think is happening. Now, and, that is so insightful. I love that. Yeah, it, and, and, you know, I'm a, I've studied journalism. I've worked as a journalist. So you would yeah. think that I could possibly have thought that I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> 
but were you? <laughs> no, well, I, I was. I, well, it wasn't that I was wrong. It was there was so much more depth to her story. To her story. And mm. I, you know, I'm not a fan of clickbait journalism. And yeah. I feel like a book holds a person's attention for a longer period of time yeah. when memoirs are concerned. And it allows what I would call Natalie Lowndes an accidental celebrity. It allows a longer period of time to fill in those gaps. Otherwise, we fill in it, don't we? We so. do. We do. We all make up our narratives. So, so was she, how did it come about? Like did you ask her or did she ask you to write this? Or No, I asked her. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. So I, you know, after we caught up and and she started telling me, filling in all the 15 years and I thought to myself, Maybe I should write her book as my first book because I don't know how to write a book and I'm aware that, you know, because I was a journalist, we write in a certain way, which is... You do, yeah, totally different, yeah. Not the way you you would write a book. So I thought it would be a good learning exercise. Um, And I said, you know, after a few beers, there was beers involved. um, Necessary. Yes. (laughs) I said to her, do you know what, I I should really write your book and she said well, why would you want to do that <laughs> wow and I said to her because you know there's a there's so much more depth here and story. Um, mm. she did say to me later I didn't think you would pull it off so I agreed to it <laughs> oh <laughs> so that's more incentive to make this huge now Nat <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and to be honest I didn't think I would either but I thought I needed to you know learn the process so yeah well congratulations um, you've obviously done it really well because the reviews are fantastic um, on Just Nat so did you involve her in the process or how did that how did you keep that going that momentum or well the she she wasn't really interested in writing a book about herself or or having me write it because she's really humble yeah um, and so I started writing the story about her travelling around Australia with her two kids. Yes. So she, you know, she was going to divorce an Australian legend, a famous motorsport racing yep. car driver, mm. and she wasn't sure how the media would would, would, would process that. So she yeah. basically packed up a caravan and went, I'm taking the kids away. And we're going to reunite because she was aware that they would have they would have to create a new family unit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and her ex husband was very supportive of that. Oh, how brave is she? She's amazing. I know. Obviously. I know. She's, she's well worth me. a book. She scares me how brave she is. And um, so I started writing that book, and I three I finished like three quarters of the way, and I was really aware that. I was asking her, but why did you do that? You know, you went, yeah. you went to some great places, but why? And why? Yeah. And she started telling me as she got more comfortable with telling me, and I went, you know, it's yeah. your book that yeah. that people want to know about. It's the yeah. reasons why. Why? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. And um, then then she said, "All right, then that." <laughs> And you got that pen and paper out. Yeah. Right, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, there'd be a million questions you want to ask and, you know, 
And that's very brave of her. And obviously you have got a beautiful friendship that she trusted you with that. Yeah, well, our friendship grew stronger. It oh, I bet it did, as, yeah. It wasn't as, I mean, I was an acquaintance of her and she, okay. she worked for our family business. Um, but, yeah, the friendship got stronger because she did trust me. Yeah. And one of the things, she told me a lot of things that she didn't want to go in the book. Yeah. Uh, because she's entitled to her privacy. But Absolutely, yep. As the writer, I needed to know to, you know, yeah. work, to carefully talk about it. Yeah. yeah. So it added, it added to the richness, but I couldn't, exa- you know, she, I'd no. have to respect her. Absolutely. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there is a lot of trust when you're doing memoirs. Huge. There. Massive. Massive. And, you know, it, it's far more common, obviously, as you know, for someone to, to write their own memoir. Um, as opposed to someone uh, doing it for someone else like you have. Um, did she read it through or want changes before it became a published book? Well, um, we never thought we'd get published. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you now. <laughs> um, yeah, she did. She did read it through. And there was things in there that I'd say, Oh no, you don't put that in there. And she go, no, 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 that needs to go in there. And, I, and we would have a lot of yeah, good. Uh, I was honest going, banter. Yeah, she, she was very too honest in some ways. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I was mindful about how that would be consumed, and that's and- so good, isn't it? I mean, you want that level of authenticity for a, a reader, but yeah, we don't uh, need to overshare. Sometimes <laughs> we do. So you mentioned um, earlier when we were chatting about the, the fine line, the balancing act of writing a friend's biography and not trying to show bias. Was that a difficulty for you? Yeah, it was. It was. It that was really difficult. So I interviewed Nat um, a lot, and you know, yeah, I, of course, yeah, I had it. I used a dictaphone, which was really helpful. Yeah, yeah <laughs> very. Because you can't remember everything. It, even the emotion and the feeling in the room at that time, which you would need to try and express. Yes, and you can miss subtleties that oh, yeah. Yeah. matter. So um, I I was interviewing her and I was thinking to myself, how am I going to pull this off mm. and not be, you know, how do I be not biased? And then the mm. journalist in me sort of thought, why don't I interview other people? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you mentioned that was very, very um, a way to really value add to to this book. It was immensely. And it wasn't, I just, you know, I, of course I got people, I didn't interview people that dislike her. No. Um, so I interviewed people that love her, like yeah. her, are, are connected to her. but And I didn't want them to say, oh, she's really great. I wanted to. No. <laughs> I mean, it helped, but I wanted to <laughs> find out. I wanted to dig deeper. Yes, into yes. Why they were connected, and 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 actually, I heard some amazing stories. So I really, I went. I interviewed. There was a guy, um, James Cormack. His name is, and because Nat came from that humble upbringing, she had a bit of a rough childhood. She very yeah. much, yeah. And and she calls herself. A bogan 
love it. <laughs> there's that there's that beauty in the bogan culture. There is. Yeah. They keep themselves very grounded. Mm, very real. Yeah, and she would make friends. I mean, this is back in the day when motorsport was really accessible mm, to fans. Mm. She would make friends with fans and she she and I said this in the book, she really got um disenchanted by the mechanisms of motorsport and the marketing and the the fakeness probably yeah Yeah, she she thought oh I've got to go and talk me yeah Yeah. and James McCormick was a guy in a wheelchair with um oh goodness I've forgotten what the condition is but um basically if he sneezes he can break a rib oh wow I think, oh, I feel so, I can't remember the. It exact. doesn't matter. I it's on, I agree with you. It's on the tip of my tongue too. Yeah, I can't. I remember when I was younger there was a little boy on 60 Minutes, Quentin, I think. That's right. Him. Okay, yeah. right, yep. And James has this condition. And to hear him talk about his friendship with Nat and why they were friends mm. and his story, so I started to realise that I needed to include their stories as well. So, that you know, is, there goes, there goes yes. the word count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how authentic is that? Like, you know, straight away it makes me want to grab this book and and know, you know, what an incredible friend you are, Nat. You're amazing. <laughs> you um, know, thank you. <laughs> no, it's true. And, and, and for her, I mean, she would discover things that, she never knew people knew about her or or felt about her too. Like what a healing journey for for Natalie herself. Oh, and some of those people overshared. Like they really yeah, okay. overshare. And so then I, I mean, we were talking about the biases. Then I was I was constantly reflecting, going, you need to 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 be careful with the bias. And and I think I pulled it off. Like yeah. I, I do believe. Yeah. But I had to be transparent. Yeah, yeah. And the story to me was about resilience. <clears throat> and uh, your underlying yeah. author message is, yeah. There were other, like she still, I, I interviewed the intensive care nurse that um, she Nat had one of those life-changing moments where she was knocking on death's door. Yeah. And I... I tracked down the intensive care nurse. Wow. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, it was profound. So we talked about nursing and advocacy for nurses. And so it, there's I so much in there. Yeah. Yeah. I basically captured the village around her. Mm, mm. And then um, I thought to myself, you know, I, I, I thought there's a lot of women in motorsport in that era in the 90s. Mm. And so then I interviewed Bev Brock. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and wow. Jill Johnson, Dick Johnson's wife. Wow. I know. And, you know, they were <laughs> very much, they were all, they all would ring that and make sure that I was. It was Legit like, and, yeah. Yeah. Again, because scammers are everywhere. Yeah. I kind and, of yeah, seeing here, Nat, you know, you might have, I'm not sure what you've got in the pipeline next and I want to ask you in a minute, but you might be that celebrity author now that goes around 
creating biographies of lots of people just like, well, no one's like Natalie Lowndes, but do you feel this is your genre, this is your passion or? I kind of do, but I learned a lot about the art of writing as well. I mean, that you can transfer to any genre, like when you learn, like, yeah. You know, I was naive. I was naive and thought, well, I've written it. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> so much more after that, isn't it? Yeah. And then I, I realized, you know, I think I could recite the book in my sleep. I because as oh as yeah, first time author, you're constantly going back, going, what's wrong with it? What, yeah. what is wrong? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, long process. <laughs> yeah, I think I. I love the accidental celebrity and, yeah. you know, storytelling, yeah. storytelling is across all cultures it is. And, and it's the way that we can, for me, resilience is something that you identify through stories. So, yeah. so you're yeah. sitting there thinking, I've got this horrible stuff happening. Oops, didn't swear. Horrible stuff happening. You're doing really well. <laughs> Horrible, horrible stuff happening in my life mm-hmm. <laughs> and um you know how do you some people have natural resilience but yeah one of the ways that you can get that resilience is by hearing about people that you admire and that's where the storytelling comes in and that's where I think yeah fake journalism <laughs> robs us of meat and three veggies like those, yeah. really, yeah. those stories that well said like, yeah if she can do it, why can't I? Yeah, well said, well said. Um, now, you're incredible and, you know, I need to ask now, what is next for you as a writer? You know, we this cannot be your one and only world impact book. <laughs> yeah, I, I look, I've been approached by a couple of people um, and I'm really gravitating towards the accidental celebrity or I love or that the, yeah I love that not, not the the people that sort of fall into it mm. I mean they everyone falls into it but I know but that really goes hand in hand I think with our original Aussie culture you know mm. we love a battler um you know we love someone that we can still relate to but has done really well so yes go with that mm. the relatable is the thing I think with the relatable is the thing yeah yeah you, you yeah. just think you know, it's such a beautiful fairy tale when you you find someone just goes, oh, all of a sudden I'm a celebrity, and they still t- stay true. Oh yeah, and, and humble, and yeah. So oh, that sounds have, exciting. I've got a few things in the pipeline. Ooh, but I'm, watch I'm, this space, listeners. I can't, <laughs> can't say yet. Can't okay, say. all right. Oh, the accidental celebrity is too big to say. It's okay. <laughs> Make sure you let us interview you next time, Nat, when you okay. are. No longer an accidental celebrity, you are a celebrity. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, Matt, it's it's been an incredible privilege and pleasure being able to chat with you today. Um, and I'm sure listeners will feel exactly the same. I encourage everyone out there to, if you haven't done so already, go and grab yourself a copy of this fascinating biography titled Just Nat, the biography of Natalie Lowndes. Our very own Natalie Kyle has done a wonderful job of this. You can get it in bookstores. You can get it in libraries. You can order online, of course. And 
Nat, we wish you every success um, and we will be watching this space closely because this is not the last time we're going to see your gorgeous face. <laughs> and just to add, I am currently doing my own, the audio version. So, oh, and that is, that is fun. That is fun. Um, but we'll see how that goes because I have to hear myself say the book and so I might just go, no. <laughs> It's always a little confronting. <laughs> we just don't do like that. <laughs> do it. You, you. you are the person to do it. <laughs> Thank you. You take care. All right. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.